y'all heard? All right, one, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all, y'all heard. heard. A podcast with me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related in perpetuity. I don't really know what in perpetuity means, <laughs> but I want to say it. And, uh, you know, each week we, we get together in this audio medium so that we can, like, take some things that have, that we've, like, absorbed from the zeitgeist, not the movie, and we can sort of translate them so that you can also absorb them, but, like, in a much more watered-down fashion. That description would have been better if you didn't make a hand gesture when you said translate as if words were coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck would be. In other words... We tell you things you didn't know. You needed to know. Guys, this isn't our 300th episode, so who cares, you know? Sometimes when that part comes up in the beginning, I'm like, what is our podcast? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. I hate when people ask me to describe our podcast. And I'm like, can you really describe any podcast you listen to either? Just shut up. Well, some like, of them you can do a lot better than that ours. That podcast <laughs> yourself, which is... Wins award the Canada, I think. Ah, it's just two Canadian men. That in the show Pete doesn't find interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a commercial for it recently, though. You did? I'm not on TV. No. Oh, okay. Apparently, the last podcast on the left were on a Spotify commercial during the Emmys. Well, they and are. They didn't even know they were going to be, and they were like, what? Um, it's because they're Spotify. Oh, I can't wait to see Spotify exclusive. Yes, they're going to call them like Spotify bitches. You know who He's else not- is Spotify exclusive? Michelle Ooh. Obama's podcast. And I don't have a problem with Michelle Obama, but I don't like her every other, like every break that I have in music on Spotify. Here's yeah. Michelle Obama to tell me about her podcast. Do you not have Spotify premium? Quite honestly, I don't, I can't live in Michelle Obama's positive world right now, okay? <laughs> Again, do you not have Spotify premium? Why no. are you here in break? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only commercials. I uh, I'm fine with Michelle Obama having that because I would never listen to her podcast <laughs> <laughs> ever. Uh, How you I doing like this week? Michelle... What? How you doing this week? I'm okay. I just want to clarify. I like Good. Michelle Obama. Her podcast. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. Okay. Uh, great. I mean, you know what? My favorite part of the commercial is she goes the Michelle Obama podcast. <laughs> No, that would upset me. Like, just the way it smashes into each other. Guys, so many things upset me. I'm becoming a problematic <laughs> person. Uh, my week was great. Today's whatever, because I'm back in Philly. Back oh, with. yeah, guys, Marissa's week is great. She yeah, just, I went... She just got back... Sorry, you tell them. <laughs> okay, I just got back from the Poconos. I was with my parents from Friday to Wednesday afternoon... Uh, it was great. Let me see. Highlights included. I made my father watch 90 Day Fiance, and he seemed to genuinely care about certain storylines. And then the next morning, when like TMZ reported something about one of the cast members, I told him, and he like seemed genuinely shocked. It was great. Uh, and uh, my mother does not like 90 Day Fiance, and was making a point of sitting in the kitchen on her phone which she could have easily done in the same room as us but she's like no it's stupid it's stupid that's uh, that's all she's got uh, uh, that's all I remember she probably says lots of things 
Uh, I picked herbs with my brother. That was fun. Uh, my mother's just all around fun. We didn't really have an activity. So my mother yeah. doesn't like a lot of activities. She doesn't like games. She doesn't like spa things. She doesn't like... <laughs> my mother doesn't like a lot of things. Uh, but she's very fun. Talk like, oh my god, my favorite part. This is... Okay, my grandpa gets stuck in a foot. My grandpa's very old. And there's usually something he comes back to over and over again. It's usually something about, like, his father. Like, whenever there's a lull in conversation. Okay. But my grandpa is having some, you know, old people issues. But he's not, like, gone. So I don't find this, like, mean. He's just, like, every so often there's nothing to say and he'll just, like, say it again. Remember when uh, you went on, on a date with that guy who was like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Which we yeah, talked about last like, episode. So it's, it's kind of one of his, like, vocal tics. <laughs> yeah. So me and my grandma... We bonded one day because they had Spanish TV on, and it was like the equivalent of Judge Judy in with Spanish people. It was really weird. It was like way more sensational than Judge Judy. Like the one I saw, mind you, this is all translated to me secondhand by my grandma. Uh, one of them is my grandma was badly translating that one lady flushed another person's baby down the toilet, and I was like. How is she here? She flushed her. Also, what does that mean? It turned out the one lady possibly miscarried. The other person inexplicably went into the stall and flushed her miscarried baby before she could do it. What? Regardless, it's crazy. Yeah. There's a nuance to that. It's not you just flush a live baby down the toilet. Uh, Why would you leave the stall? There were some people that were like, they had an issue with each other. I don't know why they were in the same bathroom, public bathroom, whatever. Anyway. A revenge? Was, Wait, are you saying that it was a revenge flushing? Yeah. Whoa, that's dark. Yeah, it now. was. That's why it was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, the other one is ooh, revenge flushing. I like that. <laughs> uh, this girl had no money or something. And so I guess she was like willing to do sexual things for money. I don't know how it happened. This sounds wild. <laughs> this lady, who, by the way, had a husband who was really old, or maybe she was only 50, but she just looked really old, somehow hired this, like, 18-year-old or 20-year-old girl to give her oral sex, and the oral sex was giving her life. It was, oh, I'm sorry, did I say that the lady had cancer? The oral sex was somehow her cancer treatment. Okay. And she said that her treat, her cancer was under control ever since the girl started having mm-hmm. sex with her. Uh, and apparently she made the girl sign a contract. And the girl got older and wanted to have a boyfriend. And the old lady was like, no, you can only have sex with me. You're my medicine. You cannot stop having sex with me as per our contract. So they were fighting out the parameters of the contract. Yeah. But also, again, this is my 80-year-old grandma translating this to me. That's what made it better. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this, I'm sorry, this is very long. Anyway, this last time I didn't even see it, but my grandma was telling me the story about this husband and wife that got a divorce because the wife walked in on her husband having sex with his own mother. And every time there was a lull in conversation, my grandpa would just go, and you know, we saw the show, and in the show, the 50-year-old lady has sex with her own son. But he would just say that <laughs> all the time. 
it was really funny to me. But she said it like eight times in an hour. <laughs> and I was just like, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I love my grandparents. Anyway, it was a wonderful trip. It is so autumnal in the Poconos. I feel like autumn has been stolen away from me as soon as I got back to Philly. There are no lantern flies in the Poconos. I saw like oh, one yeah. all, all for all those days. Uh, I see them all the time here. All of the time. All That's the why I didn't know what they were when you talked about them. So yeah, I'm fine, but I wish I was back in the Poconos. Pete, how was your week? <laughs> Sorry, those are really long. Uh, this week I formally killed Sports Card Truths. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Because I hadn't done anything with it. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, finished, completed a puzzle that, Marissa, I think you would quite honestly love. Um, it's called Dogs with Jobs. And in it, it depicts dogs doing, surprise, different jobs. Yeah. Um but they're not what you would think. Like, what does that mean? Like, they're doing, like, alternative jobs? Like, they're doing, like, crush porn. They're doing, like, performance art. No. Doing, like, rhythmic Beagle dance. ceramicist. A beagle ceramicist? Yes. Okay. Are these real dogs and they're on all four? No. Or are these probably taxidermy? They're, and they're drawing. Oh. <laughs> they're illustrations. <laughs> I want them to be like those cats. Remember those cats smoking? I showed oh, you. Oh yes. I, I was hoping how could we like forget? That. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Wait, the whole puzzle is a beagle ceramicist? Or no, no, no. There's a bunch of different dogs with different jobs, like the Chow Chow Antique Appraiser. Oh, I like that. Or the Pitbull Phlebotomist. I would like. I don't know what that means. What is phlebotomy again? That's a person who takes your blood, which oh, is okay. kind of funny. That's <laughs> that yeah, a pit I like bull. <laughs> oh, that's oh, okay. Uh, but my favorite is the Airedale Terrier community organizer. Why do you keep looking up? Is it on your wall? Yes, it's on my wall. <laughs> the Airedale Terrier what? Community organizer. But how do you show he's a community organizer? Does he have a clipboard? Yes, he's got a clipboard. And I like that. He's talking to somebody with a bag of groceries. <laughs> I like that. That's great. And I recently met such a dog. What was his name? Uh, her name is Nutmeg. Oh, that's cute. Is it brown? Yeah. Okay. Uh, not that we ever need a segue to icebreakers, but my segue is seamless. If you can get a pet. <laughs> oh, you're coming up with the icebreaker? Wait, okay. Oh, what's your What's you're your icebreaker? Go talking. ahead. Go ahead. Lay it on me. No, I cut you off, didn't I? I did. No, I didn't really have a ton more to talk oh. about. I was just going to tell our lovely listeners that I'm seeing a wonderful lady. Oh, I don't know if you're ready to tell them. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> Congratulations. He's seeing a wonderful lady. Why am I stressing, enunciating wonderful? Because he's seen ladies before and they're not always wonderful. <laughs> this one I hear is wonderful. Does she listen to our podcast? Oh, probably not. I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, sorry, no, I do listen to our podcast again multiple times a week. You do? Yes. Fascinated by that. When we make uh, it, when I edit it, and when it comes out. Oh, oh, I thought you meant you then it comes out and you listen to it <laughs> multiple times. 
yeah, probably me and Peter Barry better off with neither of our significant others ever listening to our podcast. Mine mostly because I've been told I overshare. So what was your brilliant icebreaker about a pet? next pet what would you uh, perfect world what would you like it to be and what is its name I don't like that icebreaker oh cause I love all of yours bitch that is non-negotiable <laughs> we well only because we've I feel like we've talked about this sort of thing before no but that was like a fantasy pet like I was gonna have a crow like a real <laughs> pet like not like in a fantasy world like you can never like like it has to have like real world parameters you can't have a dragon you can have, like, a kind of dog. All right. I'm not really terribly picky about the dog that I would have. Um, oh, I'll be the judge of that. I want it to be, like, a smaller dog. Like, one that I can pick up if there's danger. Um, <laughs> one that takes smaller poops, too. Um, you don't have control over the poop size. Who knows? I, I want um, I want a dog that's chill. I want a dog. I think I could go either way, but like probably short-haired. Okay. Yeah, short-haired. Um, and I, I, I'd prefer it's a woman. I don't know why. Okay. I prefer a female dog, and I would name her Winifred. Oh, I like that. I like that. In my mind, she wears bows in her hair. And I would say, come on, Winnie, it's time to go. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, I want... A wolf. A French... No, a French bulldog. All right, I like them. Uh, uh, the, French, the French bulldog is a park ranger. I forgot... The puzzle was there, and I thought you were doing a bit where you were ordering a French bulldog at a restaurant because he looked up, pointed up, pointed and said, oh, up. I'll have the, I'll have the, like, where is this bit going? Okay, uh, a French bulldog named Trudy Nash, probably. Mm-hmm. But you have to call her Trudy Nash all the time. You can't say Trudy. What name if? Is Trudy Nash. What if you? Got your dog, Trudy Nash. You love the dog to death. And then you have a baby. I'll name the baby Sadie. I have two names right, in my Right, okay. Email, so, <laughs> uh, I just was reminded, my grandmother's a grandma I never met. I was just reminded of what her name was. And I was like, oh, I should name someone that. And I was like, no, I can't name someone that. Her name is Eulogia. There's no way, unless I move to Puerto Rico, that I can get away with naming a child that will probably only be half Hispanic, Eulogia. So, also, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah. And, like, I feel like people are just destined to try to shorten someone's name, too. And that'd be Hulo. No. (laughs) No. So, so Sadie. Sadie is is where it's at. Also, Trudy Nash, I guess that would have to be a middle name that sounds like a last name. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I don't think I can get away with calling her name being And yeah, guys, I have a feeling whoever I marry is not gonna like my child names. But my my uh, my compromise is if we have a son, I'll love it. But I don't care what his name is. <laughs> I only care what those two names for a daughter. My my wife, uh, son, my husband can name him whatever he wants, except for like John. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyway. Speaking of indifference. Yeah. This week I was uh, finding too many unpleasant things to research. Uh, For example, perhaps you've heard uh, that prison inmates are recruited to fight wildfires in California. But I heard that they just now something improved where they could get jobs in a... Yes, I I knew that. But I heard that there were some... I didn't know that. I was like, that's messed up. Because, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, yeah, like, because they weren't able to get jobs as a firefighter, but, like, I don't know if it's in California or some yeah. or, or somewhere, but now they can get jobs as firefighters. The last podcast on the left, for some reason, were outraged. Oh, no, no, no. The political podcasts under that network were just, like, outraged about it. So I've been following that. Are you going to do it about that? <laughs> no, then I was like, oh, those forced hysterectomies at ICE detention centers are uh, really I messed up. Everyone about that, <laughs> and I think that they think I got that from like Facebook because they because no one is talking about it. Right, so and like I, I thought this this would be a way to make like to at least feel like I put it out there and like yeah, hey yeah. this is a thing know about Guys, this. Guys, I didn't make it up and I didn't get it from a Facebook video. I got then, it from the news. So I was going to use that to talk about. Uh, organ transplants, forced organ transplants, but then I found Ew. out that there's a bunch of forced organ transplants in China. And, How are, um, they, are they ever forced in U.S.? Because my mother told me I'm not allowed to be an organ donor because they're going to give up on resuscitating <laughs> me so like, because of that. Like, waiting a couple of minutes to let you die on a table is different than forced organ transplants where someone, like, shoots you in the head so they can take your liver. <laughs> Uh, that's a thing that they we, you could have reported about. Yes, oh, apparently. Okay. Then I told Marissa, I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk about any of this sad stuff. I'm going to do Police Academy the movie. And I'm going to talk about the history of Police Academy, which is interesting and I may still do. But when I rewatched it, uh, with the state of the police today, I thought it wasn't really very good to sort of like make light of... <laughs> The police, oh, like call. police, didn't think about that. Like police academy does. Plus, if you look at it, there's a lot of early '80s jokes about race and gender uh, that I didn't feel like broaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and next month we're gonna get spooky, so I couldn't go with spooky. So I thought, oh, you know what? I'm gonna keep it light. Y'all heard that they're adding 200 plus more new emoji. They're probably so stupid. Y'all heard that emoji is the plural of emoji? (laughs) Put Ted emoji. No, why isn't it just emojis? So emojis isn't a word? Uh, Apparently not. No, I did not hear that. In 2021, they're adding emoji, like a heart wrapped in a bandage, a heart on fire, a face with swirly eyes, a face behind some clouds, and a face exhaling breath. 
I, I believe. I am really surprised it was not a heart on fire yet. I believe that that is a broken heart, heartburn, drunk AF, spacey, and vaping. <laughs> That's how oh, I, I interpret those. I heartburn. I took that as like, my heart is burning for you. Okay. When I re-listen to this podcast, because I always listen to a little bit of the intros, I'm going to say, why do I sound so drunk when I said that? Continue. There were a couple back there where I was like, wow, she really does sound so drunk. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not. Guys, I'm only drinking, like, I don't know, barely ever. And I'm never, like, full-on drunk. I just sound drunk. Continue. So I told you five, but they're adding over 200. Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay. the way that this works is a majority of them are sort of like variations on existing emoji. Okay. So they're going to be I adding... I a woman with a beard, unless that was part of a joke. They're adding okay. men and women with beards. Um, yeah. So you got that going on. You got a new gender-neutral term. Like, you have a gender-neutral person emoji, which is not man, not woman, person. That's cool. In addition, you have various skin colors and mustaches. Okay. Various mustaches? No. Good point. I mean, like, dark and light. Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, handlebar. So. Uh, I can't think of any other. No. If you are in a relationship with someone, now you can find a couple emoji that look like you and your partner, but they're not you. What? <laughs> like you, I, I, I struggle with the concept of, I have to find the emoji that looks most like me because I need a visual representation of me. <laughs> what, what, who is needing this? That is part of the concept of inclusion and why they keep bringing in all these skin tones and all these different gender representations. Then I thought, wouldn't it be hilarious if they bring these um, these new emoji into place and like <laughs> your partner picks up your phone and sees an emoji of like you with a different person like, like again, an emoji of yeah. what looks like you with a person that has like dark hair but they have blonde hair. I like that. <laughs> and this is this is me working on my relationship past and how much trouble you would be in. <laughs> yeah, he really would be in a lot of trouble. You would be like, I missed Pratt, that was a typo. Well it was in your subconscious. Right. So that is a little bit about the new emojis and that's pretty much all on that. But I thought can't do a whole show on that. <laughs> Even though we yeah, I was gonna say, oh, wow. 20 some okay. minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought I would tell you more about emoji. The name emoji, Marissa, any ideas? Emotion something. That's what a lot of dumb people think. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, it actually comes from the Japanese characters for picture, which would be E, and the letter or written character, moji, which encompasses the pictographic style of emoji the letter or written character no one knows picture that. no one knows that at all but now they do see again remember mike dominic hi this is michael dominic loyal listener and patreon supporter and you're listening to 
Y'all heard. Your source for obscure information to tell people at parties. Emoji are governed, Marissa. Like all good things are governed. <laughs> by the Unicode Consortium. Oh, yeah. At first, you go, this is a good idea. Unicode, uni, meaning one, code, meaning text. The consortium describes its overall purpose as... Uh, sorry for that stutter. Uh, to enable people around the world to use computers in any language by providing freely available specifications and data to form the foundations for software internationalization in all major operating systems, search engines, applications, and the World Wide Web. An essential part of this purpose is to standardize, maintain, educate, and engage academic and scientific communities and the general public. uh, Oh, that's a really long and goofy list. Um, Make publicly available, promote, and disseminate to the public standard character encoding that provides for allocation for more than a million characters. Well, I did too. But I could have cut it off at search engines, I think. (laughs) I just wanted to be honest that something in that string I lost. Me too. Okay. That's an ugly list. I feel like there should be semicolons in there somewhere. Yeah, no, Pete, not a lot of people know how to use them. Side note about the Unicode Consortium. Okay. There is a website called EmojiNation.org, and this is a site that seeks to make emoji approval more inclusive by expanding the process of emoji approval outside of the consortium voting members because the consortium voting members are heavy hitters in technology like Adobe, Adobe, Facebook, Apple, Google, Microsoft, IBM, the government of India, and University of California. The government of India? Was that a yeah. joke? No, it wasn't. Uh, the University of California at Berkeley and Emojipedia, which okay. is a great why resource. Why is the government of India along, like, why is that a thing? There are actually like a few different governments that are part of it. Oh, you only mentioned India, though. <laughs> yeah, that was the country that I'd heard of. Oh, okay. <laughs> sound rude. Um, oh, so there's a bunch of obscure countries that are part of it? I don't understand this. We'll, we'll get to the India connection much later in the show. Okay. <laughs> if anybody's really holding on to that. Oh, they are. Um, one of Emoji Nation's success stories is the campaign for the hijab emoji, uh, born from the mind of a 15-year-old girl who was looking for representation of herself while she was group chatting with friends that were all somehow represented in emoji, but she wasn't. Uh, so let's use her, Rayouf Almadi, as an example um, to show you the path from thought to emoji. Mm, okay. Marissa, what do you think is the most important thing that you need to get an emoji up and running? You mean technologically, or you mean to, to submit one, an idea? To submit one. An email address. Okay. The most important thing. Uh, I don't. That's right. A ten-page proposal. No way, dude. That's crazy. For a lot of the rest of this, I'm going to cite a well-done research paper by uh, Bethany Berard. It's a very nice paper. She covers the whole backstory of emoji. 
Look up her name and emoji because I really did mean to include the website and the title of it. You um, want me to do that right now or you're telling the no, listeners? No, 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 telling the listeners, yeah. Don't oh. do anything, Marissa. Just calm down. Just <laughs> <laughs> Proposals for a new emoji are submitted to, yes, the emoji subcommittee, a subcommittee of Unicode's technical committee, and are assessed against a list of factors for inclusion or exclusion. Factors for inclusion involve the following. <clears throat> compatibility, which assesses whether the emoji is needed for compatibility with icons or pictographs frequently used in other popular systems. Expected usage level, which determines if there is evidence to suggest, one, high frequency of use, two, the potential for multiple uses, uh, including metaphorical references or symbolism, a la eggplant. Yeah. It's potential to be used in a sequence which I, I'm amazed at, um, and also the potential to represent something new and different. Marissa, how often do you convey a thought in a sequence of emojis? Emoji, excuse me. Oh, like multiple in a row? Yeah. Only when you tell me to make emoji stories for your creative writing class. Other than that, I never do it ever. Yeah. I received I was... some, but they were always dirty. People only do it for dirty things. <laughs> I was surprised that emoji sequence the sequences were a thing. Uh, the distinctiveness of the image measures whether the image or object depicted is easily recognizable and distinguished from existing emojis. We also have completeness, whether the proposed character fills a gap in the existing types of various emoji. And lastly, the frequency of requests for a particular emoji is a key factor when you are looking for uh, evaluating the inclusion of a new one. Valid. While commercial petitions for specific emoji do not guarantee the success of an emoji proposal, the consortium is keen on public feedback about proposed emoji and thus the social momentum commercial petitions can achieve, largely through social media avenues, may have a positive impact on the overall proposal. Guys, what if you don't have a big social media impact? That's not fair. Um, Durex thought it would be important to make a condom emoji to promote oh, safe sex. Oh, I think meant dual collapse. No. <laughs> Although angry poo is uh, the Ooh. angry poop emoji is is somewhere in in the process. Um, the factors for exclusion. What? What was the ten page paper trying to get someone to do angry poo? Okay. That's what I want to know. You have to, and, and, and all these things that I'm mentioning right now, you have to include in your 10-page proposal, yeah. including the factors for exclusion. So you have to sort of uh, kind of like cut them off for the things that they might say, this is why it should go. Is mm. the emoji overly specific or is it too open-ended? Like a car, for example, you could have so many different types of cars, you know? So like yeah. if you go, I think there should be a... Uh, it's really um, going down I think there should be a Mustang car emoji they'd be like no we already have a car we don't need multiple cars okay but you will be like men in their 40s going through a midlife crisis need this to really speak to them to express themselves yes yeah <laughs> Which ties to, is it already representable? 
So again, that situation would be like, no, your Mustang is too specific and is already representable in other emoji um, because they have the car. Uh, proposals of characters that look like logos, brands, signage, specific people, buildings, or deities will also blanketly be denied. Mm. Uh, finally, if proposals are too similar to existing compatible emoji, this is something they call faulty comparison. Uh, mm. <laughs> If the proposed emoji content is determined to be just a fad and judged not to have projected long-term use. Or an exact image where the proposal requests an exact or precise image from a meme or similar internet content. All of these would all be excluded from consideration. Oh, because angry poo is eternal. Yes. Marissa, have you taken an angry poo? (laughs) (laughs) No, my... My poo is too afraid to come out today. <laughs> all on its own. Looks like we're writing up a ten-page proposal for anxious poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. What else was I going to throw into this? I don't remember. But Unicode notes uh, that alongside these general factors for inclusion and exclusion, other considerations are taken into account. The consortium also noted that compatibility and expected usage level are the most important factors when you are assessing an emoji for inclusion. There's also a part on their website that says, if you are trying to submit an emoji for a particular cause, no matter how good the cause is, it will be rejected. It won't even, there's not even like a cancer ribbon? Like a pink ribbon? That'd be a really good one, Marissa. That would make sense to me. Yeah. Huh, that sucks. Why though? Uh, uh, You know what? I think I'm going to get a little bit to that. Oh, yeah, right here. Okay. (laughs) This would be great if I reviewed it. It could take up to 18 months to two years to get your emoji approved because it needs to go through several standard committees and groups. Oh. Can you imagine? Wow. Like, I hate meetings already, and then we're stuck at a meeting talking about a flaming heart emoji. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds unbearable. Unicode has a strict character stability policy. Quote, once a character is encoded, it will not be moved or removed. Oh, okay. Nor will the character name be changed. This policy adds another layer to the questions of control as the decisions made by the those involved in the Unicode, uh, in Unicode, I'm sorry, have potentially permanent effect on character availability and display on the Internet. Here's the thing that I didn't know how to tell you in a not boring way. So I'm going to okay. try to tell you in like... So, I mean, no pressure, be boring! <laughs> so, in Unicode, a character, like an emoji, is represented by a U, plus sign, and then I believe it's like five characters. Okay. So as you can tell, there's only a, lim- there's only a finite number of five-character combinations. So there's a finite number of emoji we can have. Which means that if, say, we made one for um, cancer research and, you know, the the general cause, right? We made a pink ribbon and we got it in there. And then two years from now, somebody solves cancer and everything's fine now. We can't take it out. The pink ribbon needs to take on a new meaning now. Are we we always concerned about somebody, quote, solving cancer? Right, yes. (laughs) Did I say solving? I thought you did, or I imagined you did. 
I probably did. Uh, so you submit your proposal, and it goes to the Emoji Subcommittee. Then, if it holds up, it would go to the Unicode Technical Committee, where it would get its actual code, those numbers and everything. Then, okay. the draft list is ready, and this is what goes up for voting, where those heavy hitters of technology weigh in. Finally, it's sort of like labeled, and this means that it gets a name, and that the name is translated across different languages so that people know what it is. And the last part would be designing the actual graphic. Okay. If you hop out to Emojipedia and you look up, for example, the checkmark emoji, you will see that Apple, Google, Samsung, Microsoft, WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook, and even different phone vendors like LG and HTC all have completely different designs of what the checkmark looks like. Oh, we yeah, learn this I hate that shit where when you text someone on a different phone, you don't know what the emojis are going to look like. And we learned this when Marissa made an emoji story for my class. And then I told her what some of the responses were. And she was like, where did they get that? And I sent it back to her. And she was like, what? <laughs> yeah, very different. Um, you would think that it would be simple, but there are a lot of ways to make a check mark. So the companies get their own, I don't want to say their own in-house graphic designers, but basically somebody to make the graphic and they eventually roll them into like a software update that comes out at some point. So, next I wanted to talk to you about some new emoji that are being um, I proposed. I know that the plural of emojis is emoji, but can you pretend you didn't know that? Uh, one of the proposed emoji is aloe, an aloe plant. Nobody needs that. Why do we need that? I want to read that 10-page that paper. Yeah, that would be an interesting one for people. Is there a cannabis leaf? No. Then that makes no sense. Um, ballet shoes. Ballet shoes, I believe, do exist now, but they are going to work in skin tones for the ballet shoes. I like that. I like uh, that. Capybara. Yep. Nope. <laughs> I don't even smoke weed, and to everything I'm going to say, why is there not a weed leaf? <laughs> <laughs> uh, crossed arms. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, a diver. Okay. An excavator. I'm sorry, do you mean like a swim diver or like yeah. a scuba diver? Okay. I think. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> a fig, Marissa. Somebody a wants fig? a fig. A fig? Yeah. By the way, I just had my first fresh fig this weekend. Do not recommend it. Continue. <laughs> a flying bird and a... I'm sorry. I thought a you flying bird. a flying bird and a hummer. Oh, a my God. A firefly and a hummingbird. <laughs> okay. Those are up there flying as well. Bird and a hummer. Then there's the big one. An ice resurfacer, a.k.a. a Zamboni. Why the fuck would anyone need that? No one knows what the fuck that is offhand. <laughs> what, the um, fucking hockey? The hockey community was, like, fucking clamoring for that? Comedian... Uh, an activist, yeah, I'll say it, Jamie Loftus, is one of the major proponents of the ice resurfacer uh, emoji. <laughs> because she's really into Zambonis. He... Shut up. They're also looking for a lute, the instrument, and a lighthouse. I don't know what that is. 
it's you know what a lute is. It's I know like things. it's like a little guitar. It's not a ukulele, but it's like a little guitar. Is there a ukulele? I don't think so. Then that's fucking ridiculous. <sighs> from from Wikipedia, from the controversial emoji section. <laughs> if you look up the peach emoji, the eggplant emoji, or the gun emoji, they all redirect to <laughs> controversial emoji. <laughs> Honestly, I think cucumbers look more like dicks and eggplants. I've never seen dicks that are like so fucking bottom heavy. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. So, in, in August of 2016, Apple announced that in iOS 10, the pistol emoji would be changed from a realistic revol- revolver to a water pistol. Conversely, the next day, Microsoft pushed out an update to Windows 10 that also changed the long-standing pistol to a toy ray gun. Okay. That's something. Um, then they were going to release an emoji that was a rifle. Uh-huh. But Apple was like, not into that guy. <laughs> oh, okay. And it was, it was kind of like... Guns don't exist. Well, it was kind of like... Okay, we'll, we'll we'll talk about I'm that in a second. I'm very anti-gun, everybody, but but I they're don't sitting know about at that. the big table, you know, Facebook, Google, we're all sitting at the table together, mm-hmm. and Apple's just like the rifle. You think we need it? Well, no, we definitely don't need it. I'll say that. And that that's kind of like so you could be Google, <laughs> and so okay. goes around the table and they're like, yeah, let's just skip the rifle, and then um, okay, that's valid. Then the story turned into <laughs> Apple blocks rifle emoji. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, but yeah, so Marissa, this comes back to aloe, okay? Believe it or not. We're going from okay. guns to aloe and I'm making them work. If I burn myself and I need something from you, I could just text, I could just send you an aloe. And I would say, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> now, here's the thing. Is this some wellness shit? Some self-love bullshit? Emoji. Are you a plant witch? Are you trying to tell me you've gotten cottage core? Apple has a change of depiction from a realistic gun to a toy gun. was criticized uh, among others among by, funnels. among others, the editor of Emojipedia because it could lead to messages appearing differently to the receiver than the sender had intended. Insiders Rob Price said that it created the potential for serious miscommunication a lot of th- across a lot of different platforms and asked, what if a joke sent from an Apple user to a Google user is misconstrued because of the difference of the rendering? Or if a genuine threat by a Google user to an Apple user goes unreported because it's taken as a joke? This means that the emoji subcommittee believes in emojis so much that they think you would call in a like a threat. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going to gun emoji. <laughs> and and yes, that if that were conveyed as a water pistol, for example, then someone might not report that as a problem. Conversely, if you wanted to surprise somebody with a water pistol tomorrow <laughs> and you sent them a water pistol, they might yeah. see a gun and go, What the hell? <laughs> If I was in a gang and we were planning a drive-by mm-hmm. and my gang boss was like, tomorrow, 20th and Arch, bring your 
then put a gun emoji, I would be like, bye. I'm I'm quitting this game. <laughs> this is so fucking infantile. He wouldn't do that, by the way. It would be calendar emoji, car, gun. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, eggplant has also seen controversy doing, due to it being used almost solely in North America to represent a penis. Yeah, I don't fucking ever do that. Beginning in December of 2014, the hashtag, hashtag Eggplant Fridays, began the rise in popularity on Instagram for use in marking photos featuring either closed clothed or unclothed penises. This became such uh, a popular trend that beginning in April of 2015, such a popular trend that in April of 2015, Instagram disabled the ability to search not only for Eggplant Friday, but also any other eggplant containing hashtags, including simply hashtag eggplant. Guys, doesn't Eggplant Friday, no, I'm sorry, not Eggplant Friday, doesn't clothed penis Make it sound like the penis is like it's wearing its own little outfit, not covered <laughs> by a pair of pants. Anyway, continue. The peach emoji has likewise been used as a euphemistic icon but, for buttocks. But what's the vagina? With a 2018 Emojipedia analysis revealing that only 7% of English language tweets with the peach emoji refer to the actual fruit. In 2016, Apple attempted to redesign the emoji to less resemble buttocks. This was met with fierce backlash in beta testing, and Apple reversed its decision by the time it went live to the public. We want our voluptuous peaches, okay? Nothing but. In December of 2017, a lawyer in Delhi, India, this might be how they got on the uh, board there, mm. uh, threatened to file suit against WhatsApp for allowing use of the middle finger emoji on the basis that the company is, quote, directly abetting the use of, offense- of an offensive, lewd, obscene gesture in violation of the Indian penal code. It should have just done it so that it's the middle finger in one place, and then WhatsApp, Sorry. the middle finger becomes a water gun. I meant the Indian emoji code. Penal. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say eggplant too, not emoji. Ruined the joke. All right, here we go. Okay, nice. Um, that's the end of what I got, Marissa. Do you have any questions that I could shine some light on for you for emoji? Oh, I'm sorry. My icebreaker idea was, Marissa, you have to propose an emoji. What's it going to be? I don't know. You go first. I had one too. I had one that was like my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> okay. Where it was like, this isn't going to hold up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll cut this out, okay? Okay. I'm still thinking. Is there a syringe? There is. Okay. They added a blood drop to represent the period. Why are you assuming that's what it's representing? Why am I assuming? Why is it not just a drop of blood? How do we know it's a period? Because they petitioned for it to be added to represent the period. No one's going to say, I have my blood drop. I have you my might say, I'm going to go give blood drop. If that's what I wanted, I would want a bloody a bloody pad, a bloody tampon, <laughs> a bloody stained pair of underwear. Period blood is chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't cut that out. Hey, you know what? I'm going to pitch 
it's it's never gonna go through. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna pitch a pug emoji. That's cute. What kind of dogs are there already? I think they just have dog. Yeah. As a related mini plug, I want to tell everybody like if you're familiar with this song that's been out, W A P. I suggest that you look up Doug the Pugs parody of it, which is called oh. Weird Ass Pugs. I heard an interview with them and I was like, who the fuck are these people? Who the fuck is Doug the Pug? I don't even know what this is. Alright, you're up. I feel like there should be a witch emoji, like a green stereotypical witch. Mm-hmm. And I don't smoke pot. I think weed culture is <laughs> really lame. Uh, I think potheads are boring. I haven't smoked pot since I was in like my early twenties. But if we're talking about like what's relevant, I think there should be a pot leaf. There we pot. go. Yeah, the closest you can get is a honey pot, which <laughs> is not marijuana. <laughs> Uh, is there anything that people use in place of a vagina or only penises and butts? It's only, I guess that would have to be like a papaya that was cut open. <laughs> Which I, okay, either a weed leaf or a papaya cut open with two fingers inside. Isn't that what people always have when they're trying to insinuate there's lady stuff? Like it'll be a commercial for like vaginal wash and they'll be like, so you want to be fresh, and then it'll be like women holding open papaya. <laughs> <laughs> Did I dream this? I thought we were going to pull a clean one out today, guys. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah, a the papaya? <laughs> yeah, people always think papayas are vaginas, but they have to be cut, you know, so you see the whole cross, cross lengths or whatever. Then it's not gonna work. Okay. I promise I didn't drink. It looks like the vagina emoji was pitched. I don't think it should be a straight up vagina if there's not a dick. There shouldn't be no genitalia but just the vagina. Either all genitalia. Yeah, you're right, because there's um there's a vulva. There's a vulva. Remember, it's not a, a vagina. It's a vulva. a vulva. A vulva emoji? And then there is the full female reproductive system. But yeah, I don't think they got through. Ugh. Wish I could share this with you, Marissa. It is a picture of a drop of blood, and it says underneath the period emoji. I don't like that. I'm just letting I, you know. I don't feel like it's a good... Yeah, no. I don't think that's a good indication. Sorry, boss. Gotta come in late today. Oh, oh here's your answer. Oh. Here's your answer. The taco. Oh, I forgot about that. From the peach to the taco, a variety of emoji can be used to represent the vagina. Um, uh, okay. So, I'm sorry. If someone just wanted to say, like, let's have sex in in emojis, would you think it'd be like... Do you want eggplant taco? <laughs> no, I would be like... You put a picture of whatever, either two men, two women, man and woman, that look like you and whoever, in the right skin colors and hairs, 
And then you... And mustaches and beards. Yeah. <laughs> then you put an eggplant. <coughs> then you put drops of water coming from the eggplant. And then you put a taco. Yeah? Yeah. And then you put blood on the... <laughs> I was going to say, then your partner writes back with a drop of blood. <laughs> okay. Um... It's time for plugs. I did it. Right before the show, I went through the Boss Baby Interactive special. You have a problem. It's short. I was so relieved that it was short that it wasn't a feature-length movie. And part of it is you are sort of like you're in a simulation so that you can get a job at the Boss Baby's company. And ultimately, I got... For being impulsive, I got a job in research and development, mm. and then it let me it let me go back and continue by making a different choice. And on that one, I ended up in human resources because mm. um, because I was good at resolving conflict. I'm sorry, are you plugging this? I'm not plugging it, but I plugged it the last couple of uh, I mentioned it the last couple you of episodes. It. Are you telling everyone to watch it? No, no. Oh. Unless you unless you want no, to. No, no, <laughs> Um, I'm gonna plug. Uh, oh God, getting a coffee fit. Was it? Oh no, is it yawn? I don't know. What the fuck that was. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna plug a show that I don't know if it's good. It got bad reviews, but it looks entertaining to me. On the Rocks on Apple TV, uh, which is Bill Murray and Rashida Jones in a Sofia Coppola, very light-looking comedy. Let's watch it together and see if it sucks, everybody. That's it. I think I'll start watching it today. There's one episode. Oh, no, never mind. I'll give you a good one. That Nexium documentary called The Vow. I've heard. HBO is great. Also, I realize someone pointed out, I didn't realize, that I seem to really only like documentaries that involve sexual abuse. Which is not... <laughs> neither a joke, nor... Interesting that you decided to bring this up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not glorified yet. I'm not even making a joke. I'm just sharing that. Because I like the Nexium one. I like the Jeffrey Epstein one. I like the one about the girl who was kidnapped two times. And the guy, the pedophile, liked to pretend she was an alien queen. All these things. And my mother, I think my mother was like, why do you do this? Because I was also reading a serial killer book. And she's like, what's your deal? And then I was like, you know what? I just soon know. So yeah, guys, if you can also unlock that, come back to me. If you you have a PhD in psychology and want to uh, unearth that, uh, call us at five seven zero pod one one. On the other side of that, I would say that I am a big fan of documentaries that are about cults, and so oh, that too, I love that. Sounds like it, you know, would be interesting for that reason. Hey, um, almost every cult also has sexual abuse. I yeah, but I'm not going into Epstein and... <laughs> Five. Epstein, I gotta say, pretty boring person. So I saw the movie 
Antebellum. I thought it was fun. I do not understand what the fuck I'm looking at. Exactly. And I was like, I don't understand what I'm looking at either. I'm going to go ahead and watch it because Marissa knows that my my threshold for watching a movie is very low. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, we'll see what this is about. And uh, it turned out to be... One time when I was, uh, I guess in high school, I went to see Memento, the movie with my sister. And Uh the people behind us were like, what in the hell is going on in this movie? Why does it keep going backwards? Oh, my gosh. And they walked out like 20 minutes in. They were like, this is stupid. And they got up and they left. And I like to think that they asked for their money back, but I don't really know that for sure. Similarly, some of the reviews on the Internet Movie Database, some of the user-generated reviews were like, what is going on in this movie? <laughs> and and then they were like, once you figure out what's going on, the delivery really isn't worth it. I kind of disagree. I thought it was an interesting movie to watch. Um, Can if you, you try to hold it up, and just tell me what happens? If you try to hold it up to like a real high standard... Then yeah, it's not. It's gonna sort of like not hold up, but uh, yeah, I will ruin it for you after the show. Hey everybody, we got a Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> and it is yallheard.com. Nope, it it is patreon.com/slash yallheard. No apostrophe. None. Slide into my DMs at Riz Vandal. Pete doesn't want you to slide in anywhere. I'm on Pete Abides, but why would you want to? Come on. <laughs> oh, Pete, stop it. Uh, and, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Stay safe. Register to vote, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Bye.